1: Monday, November twenty third, and this is season five, episode twelve of the Four Stars First podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. With me this week, we have Nate. Hello, Sam M. Hey, and Joe T. Hello. I gotta throw in all these initials now We're uh, all these multiple <laughs> people with the same name on the podcast now, but uh, but uh, but I'm excited to have this conversation today. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Some interesting matches. Um, but first, uh, we uh, today we had an FA Cup draw, and and it was kind of an interesting situation. Um, we drew Mar- Marine FC away, so we have to travel. So they're, in my, in my understanding, that's up kind of in the like Liverpool area. Is that correct? Yeah, it's in Merseyside. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, uh, So, do you guys know anything about this club? Mm-mm.
0: Until today, which I don't think anybody did, it's the it's the biggest gap between sides in um in FA Cup history. I think I saw somewhere today, which is kind of wild to think about. Um, and I know like there's it's because because it's it's these small towns with these teams in them, so like their field has like one side with just people who stand on a sideline, like it's some AYSO or kind of youth soccer game with orange slices at halftime on the other side is a fence behind in front of houses and they have the numbers of the houses on the fence so if the ball goes over they know whose door to knock on like that's that's the kind of place this is it's like it's gonna be it's gonna be the muddiest crabbiest pitch we'll probably ever seen even like the one in north macedonia um it's gonna be wild it's so weird it's like brewster's
1: millions this is a
0: baseball movie uh uh, where a guy
1: wins millions of dollars, buys his like, minor league baseball team, but uh, there's a train that goes through the outfield, it, 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 like the, you, you have to stop for the train. It's like,
0: it's like if the Dodgers played a team from like the Cape Cod League in like minor league baseball or something like that. Like it's it's, and that's what what kind of I love about the FA Cup is because shit like this can happen, and and even better, like the big team with the sixty thousand stadium capacity gets to go on the road in like a stadium that has like 380 sitting down and like a bunch of other people just standing around <laughs> people watching from their windows in their houses, like that kind of weird ass shit. Like, so yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's incredibly unique. I really, it's kind of the reason why I love English football so much is the FA cup.
1: Joe, you looked like you had a thought.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say pretty much the same thing Nate did. Yeah, they've got 380 seated, and then after the draw, they had the the manager, and they're hoping to get 1,600 people for the match. He just doesn't know where he's going to put them all. Uh, Another funny thing is these guys are also
1: the Lily Whites as well. Oh, really? They're (laughs) they're called the Lily Whites as well? That's
2: hilarious.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, we fucked them then. We need to take that name. If we win, we should take the name back. They can just go by Mar- Mariners. Anybody would with that name. It's it's like, oh my God, it's it's so fucking funny that that we we got this. And even funnier is to get this far, Marine beat Colchester. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who took us out of the Who took us out of the cup? So if you wanted any bad juju, there it is for you. If you're a Tottenham conspiracy or kind of um. Uh, superstitious person, there's your bad vibes right off the bat.
1: Well, this is already a win for them, no matter like uh, we're assuming they're gonna lose, but it's a win for them to be able to play. Go no, first team
0: just beat him like 25 to nothing, just like yeah. put our boot to them. <laughs> tears, tears in the end. Shame,
2: uh, Kenny, Kenny <laughs> Ten- Kenny Dalgas sits on the board. We have to beat him.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, fuck that, but yeah, let's go. No, I mean. I think we'll just play our backups, and that should that better be fucking enough.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, better we've been surprised. We've be. been
2: surprised. We've been surprised before. You just right. A,
0: was, I think was, we're it's... deeper now, though. Like that game had like four defensive midfielders, yeah. and like Troy Parrot by himself. Like it's different between like Deli Ali and Vinicius, and like Lucas Mora. Yeah, it's kind of wild how deep we are compared to back then.
1: Well, and Jose knows how to set up to to win these games. And I,
0: I don't know. He got he got beat. Well, it's not the same, but he did get beat by Bradford, I think, uh, in his second run with Chelsea, like four to two at home once in an FA Cup, which was kind of wild. So he's not perfect. No, no, be perfect, re- but... There's no way we should lose this game. We should win this game, like five. Like remember, um, what was it? Like Tranmere a couple of years ago? Everyone was a bit worried about that, and we won like seven nothing or seven one or something. Yeah. Um, it should be like that.
1: Yeah, oh, it honest. should it should should, it should be something like that. But we'll we'll get to that uh, and we'll preview that when we get closer to the uh, the, the match, which will be coming up in the uh, in the new year. So uh, that'll be exciting uh, to have a, that new competition to look forward to. Uh, but we have a uh, lot to talk about today, so let's roll the conversation. And first, uh, we'll do a quick conversation. Uh, we had the Europa League match uh, this Thanksgiving Day here in Chicago. Um, uh, Lutiggri, uh, Rasgrad, uh, we played them at home. They came to our home. We had already defeated them handily in their home. Um, and I think this went, uh, as most of us probably anticipated, uh, uh, we held our own. We rotated our squad, uh, the only player that was returning from the previous um, the previous match against city. Uh, w- was in Dombalay, so he he played in this match. But other than that, everybody else was a completely rotated starting squad from from that one. Um, and we came out with a four nil victory with uh, two Vinicius goals. So we got his first and second goal with Tottenham. Uh, we we saw a Harry Winks goal, which was kind of an interesting uh, situation. It was, um, clearly, he was Sorry. just a Harry uh, Winks cross that went in the net.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's essentially what it was.
2: He's such but... an
0: idiot. He should have taken credit for it. He's yeah, such... like I love that Jose wins. came out afterwards and said, like, he's too honest. He should have said... He should have taken credit for it. Because now... It, and that's such a Harry Winks thing to do. He, he he 100% did exactly what I thought he would do. It's like, oh, no, it was an accident. That's why you are... That's why you're Europa League and you're not playing. Pierre Hoiber would have said that was that was intentional if he did it. That's yeah. the difference. the mentality. No, it's not really, but... He's yeah. just a better player, but but it was a very Harry Winks like thing to do. Yeah. Um, and then we also this thing. I thought this was last. like the easiest game like we've had all season. Like, like they did nothing. What do you guys think?
1: I know I would agree that this was pretty, pretty pedestrian. Like, I mean, we had sixty one percent of the the uh, possession. Like, they only had. They didn't have a single shot on. Target worst shot on goal. Shot, so, yeah, yeah they didn't have a shot, so it it was it, it was pretty. Uh, there was nothing to it. It was just it was all us. So it was kind of uh, I, not not necessarily entertaining to watch, but it was uh like you felt confidence in there watching this. Like okay, well we're coming out of this result good, and we're building up some goal differential if that ends up being a tiebreaker down the road. So, um, Nate, are you frozen? Oh, yes, uh, oh, no. Oh okay. <laughs>
2: we also saw Dink, Dane Scarlett make his uh, first-team premiere, and he knocked off John Bostock as the youngest Spurs ever
1: get a senior cap. That was exciting, like the fact that we were so far in the lead that we could rotate in um, uh, the, these players that, and, and give them their first opportunity in a safe situation. I, I thought it was – especially with the five substitutions – it's a great opportunity for us to give these guys a a try out when uh, when when we're way ahead like this so that that was that was fun to, to And
0: you see. know when a lot of times when we give these debuts the kids kind of go around and they don't really make that much of an impact they put like some kind of easy passes in and there and he almost scored and probably mm-hmm. arguably should have scored and had another cross across the goal that looked promising and Harvey White also had a really good shot he also came on um too um, so, so that was nice to see these guys do something. It wasn't just like a Josh Anima for 10 minutes, passing it back to the midfield or something like that, or the other guy, that guy that played for, in the, in the Leicester game. Um, it actually, they actually felt like, oh, this is interesting. Now, Scarlett is 16, so he's not going to get to the first team anytime soon, but it is nice to see that happen. Harvey White, maybe he does, um, cause we need more. We need our homegrown people. So it would be nice if he be, could be like someone to be, do what a Winx does or a Skip does for our team in the future and maybe even better. Apparently, he's got a really good set piece delivery. Like he's got he's probably one of the best, best ones at the club because we really haven't had a guy. I mean, you could say Bale now that he's here, but aside before that, after Erickson, we really didn't have anybody that was really good at dead balls. But apparently, that's what he's really good at, those two. So I'll be interested to see what happens with him. Um, just as much as Scarlet, even more so, because he's a little bit further on. He's 19. But yeah, no, this was a this was pedestrian. They got hit by COVID, so I don't know how fit they really were, and they didn't play. They didn't press us. They didn't really do anything offensively. I don't even know if they had a shot on target. They didn't have a single shot. We could have had eight. It was it was almost like it was it was kind of it was perfect before going into a game like Chelsea because we didn't really have to exert ourselves at all. And no one that really needed to play played, so like we subbed. I mean, Ndombele was off at 60 minutes. Um, we heavily rotated, and Vinicius got his first two goals and looked looked great again. So um, even even Delhi looked really good. I thought this was Delhi's best game for us actually. He got two assists. He looked very active he wasn't too passive on the ball. I think the big, my big problem with him recently is that whenever he would get the ball, he would take too long to make a decision. He was making decisions much quicker in this game. Um, so it is ludicrous. So I want to see this needs to be a trend, but it could be the start of a trend. So that was really promising to see here.
1: That no, was nice to see Delhi get the, the start and actually play well. Cause when he has gotten the opportunity, he, he hasn't really taken it at least visibly shown that he's belongs out there, which, um, with, with losing his spot in the 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 first team I, it it's it's certainly something you want to fight his way back cuz I think there is value there and there there is um there are matchups where you might want to have a guy like Delliali who can uh, do a little bit more in the middle of the park and um uh, especially if a team's sitting back on us like he might give us a little bit more to try and uh than, than some of our speedy options that are kind of uh, muzzled by uh, by teams that park the bus on us. So I I, I would like to see Deli work his way back into the squad and uh, and and these opportunities are probably it. Like so so we, we have some more uh, Europa League and hopefully uh, he shows his value and uh, Mourinho brings him back into the first team. Um, but um, any any other thoughts on this, uh, Joe Sam uh, Sam?
3: Yeah. Just saying, you know, we, we were comfortable the entire time. Like I can count on less than one hand, the amount of times that they got near our box. It was pretty much in there. um, In we were in the attacking third or just midfield the entire game. And it it just made it easy to watch. Um, I was actually watching it with my dad and he, was asleep most of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he woke up right after Harry Winks hit the, uh, the howler, but, Man. uh, yeah, but that it, sometimes a boring game is what you need and job done. In yeah. That yeah. yeah and right, especially
0: with the upcoming fixtures, which is like constant nerves is really nice to just be able to be comfortable the whole time. Kind of sit back it was Thanksgiving. I'd done all the cooking I needed to do at that point. I was over, I was over at my parents' house because we'd both been isolating aside from just seeing each other. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, it was just uh, It was like, relax- oh, everybody's doing well. Everybody can pass. These are some great moves. Our backup striker finally got his goals. Like, oh, just check box after box after box of relaxation. It was like a day at the spa. That's what yeah. that was comparatively to, to City and Chelsea, and and next week for sure as well. So, so much welcome.
1: Yeah, and it's it's nice to see because I think uh, a lot of us remember the last time we were in Europa League, and matches didn't always seem to be this smooth. I mean, yeah, we had that. Well, little, we've lost
0: it, one this year, so I mean, even well, that we, even that one yeah, was. We
1: we lost the Antwerp by one. Like uh, it, it's a hiccup. Like if we if we handled them fine at our home. An issue,
0: but it, no, I remember but we, drawing Maribor. I think that was Pacha's first season, too. We drew yeah. Maribor, it was just like some Slovenian vampire town or something, probably. I don't know. And uh, <laughs> and I think uh, a Greek team too that year away. So, no, it, it's not, but it's it's nice to steam release teams and Ludigoretz. As a team, we should be winning, but it didn't need to be as dominant as it was, and it was very dominant. We could have had six or seven easily.
1: Yeah, no, definitely, and uh, it's it's nice to see that for a change. W- 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 assuming we advance out of the the group stage, we'll, we'll see if that continues, but um, I, I think it's, it's set to pretty nicely, and hopefully we get the group so we don't draw like a Champions League knockoff. Uh, uh as our opponent when we get out of this group Yeah, state. and
0: we're pretty much in control now. We just have to I think if we beat Lask we're in. We've clinched the group.
1: Yeah. So, that's, that's... Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, um let's go to MVP LVP
1: and we'll do this relatively fast cuz I, w- I I I want to put a lot more time onto Chelsea. So, um so let's do MVP first uh, and I'll start like, uh, I think it has to be Vinicius uh, two goals. Like I, he was a big contributor. He, sh- he shows that he can do the, the job uh, um, maybe not against the best competition, but like he's, he, he's keeping Harry Kane from having to play. And that's, that, that's tremendously valuable to us. Um, so with two goals, he's my MVP. Uh, um, let's go to Nate next.
0: Yeah. Vinicius for me too. I mean, now, were the goals brilliant? No, they were both fairly routine. The thing is, like, Soldado wouldn't score routine goals. Vincent Jansen would never be in position to score routine goals. We have a guy that can do that, and yeah, that might sound like the bare minimum, but again, we haven't had a guy that can do the bare minimum yet, and, and that was good. But it's he's more than that, too, because he's he, he can bring link up play as well. He had another assist today where he had a great knockdown in the box and was able to lay it off Lucas pretty easily on a kind of deep cross in from the right. So, he, there's other things of his game that are there too. And, and again, it's perfect for this game because then Harry Kane can exert all his energy in the game and the, in the really important ones. And that's a brand new thing we haven't had. in maybe f- in five years since Atabay or so were there. So, so that's nice. And, um, and he, he needs to just keep bringing it like this today and then we'll be more confident with him in, in, um, in league games too, coming off the bench. Because he's certainly he's certainly getting I wouldn't say better he's always he's kind of been at this level the whole time but he's good enough he's good enough there the, there's a player there yeah I think definitely that's uh, Joe so I'm um, gonna say
2: obviously Vinicius did an amazing job and uh, I just think that Delhi for not getting the playing time uh, you know he, he could have taken that was it the first Vinicius goal where he was the, the second second. Yeah, the one uh, we he could have taken it
0: perfectly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, but it kind of showed a little bit of maturity. Uh, and maybe it's things like that that he needs to show Jose that, you know, he's progressing as a player, maturing as a player, not progressing, um, to try and get back in the first team because I don't want to see him go somewhere else and like tell too
1: much. And that was very unselfish. A very good point <laughs> there. Uh, I, I, I did think that his play was good and it showed. Some maturity that he is, he can be a leader, or maybe for our second team, and then work his way back into our first team. Uh, Sam He needs to shave that mustache, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like he looks like Millennial Lando Calrissian. It's kind of good. exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Sam.
3: Um, gonna go with Vinicius. Just the three in goal, goal involvements, two goals and one one assist. Um, that's uh, just getting the job done. Um, could have put in, like, Winks for the Haller or Deli in there just for the overall play as well. Um, but I'm going to go with Vinicius.
1: No, I think that's a, definitely a strong case. So does anybody have anything at all for LVP?
0: No, there shouldn't be.
1: No. <laughs> okay. It was a per- yeah, it was perfect. That was like a perfect game. It was great. Okay, well, uh, let's move the conversation along then because we have a second match to talk about, and this one I think is going to take up a lot more of our time. We have a ton of questions on this match. We'll try to get to all of them if we can. If we don't have time, uh, we'll we'll try and at least touch on everybody's uh, comments. Uh, But we took on Chelsea this weekend, and this was a a 0-0 draw, um, but this was uh, away at Stamford Bridge. I think we were all pretty satisfied Uh, And that is our first question. Uh, The the future is bright, asks us. It's at BDBWHL on Twitter. Um, Are we happy with drawing against Chelsea? And I think that's a good place to start the conversation. Like, um, uh, are you guys happy with this? It's better than losing. It's better than losing.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, Uh, uh, it's... You got to take into account, and even if we're top of the league, you still got to take into account because they're right there. They're sec- they were second, I think, or third. But yeah. they're once in thirty years. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty years. So, yes, we're kind of at one of our better points in the last thirty years, obviously. But it's no, it's not an easy feat. It's not something that I don't, I don't think you can go and expecting it. You can want it. You can think we're good enough to get it, which I certainly. I certainly do, but to go out, to still go out and expect it, we're not there yet and we shouldn't be there yet. That'd be a little bit entitled to be honest. So yeah, getting, especially the way we set up, which is to be really defensively and prevent them from scoring, essentially getting the draw, I think was good. I think, I think it was an accomplishment. I think we should be happy about that. We are still on top of the league after one of the hardest fixtures we'll play all year. Second hardest, probably aside from Liverpool away. Yeah, uh, Joe,
2: yeah, I mean we're lucky. I mean we were outshot thirteen to five, and three of them were on target for them. We had one on target. Possession sixty-one to thirty-nine. Passes they beat us by two hundred. We're just lucky to a, to get a draw. I, this is the first time I'm looking at the stats, and it's just. I definitely thought there was going to be a red card there. I was ready for another battle of the bridge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was actually, I think, of the last few years, one of the least. Like combative fixtures of this, I can remember. There was like a little bit of a moment in the second half where people kept fouling in Domblay, and I thought it was going to kick off. But the ref like gave two quick yellow cards, and after that, it was um, it was there was it was it took took any more of this kind of steel out of the game.
2: The Um, fans
0: have a lot to do with it. Oh, without a doubt,
2: that that's what energizes that that just hatred of hatred of each other, and I think that definitely neutralized a lot of it like at the end of the match you know even at the end of a match where they beat us it looks like there's going to be a fight or you know it's just it didn't look like that this week
0: yeah i uh, know yeah, and it, even like there were people like because there was like uh there were a bunch of guys that used to be on psg together because Lacelso lucas and tiago sova were all on yeah. psg so they were like chilling after the game that would not have happened if there were fans i feel yeah. Like, it just would have been a bit more intense, but and I think you know what? I kind of worked in our favor, I think, because Chelsea like like they pressed us in the midfield, but they didn't really. It was it was similar to to Man City. They never tried to play through our defense at all, and it was crosses again. Now they're better equipped for crosses because Tammy Abraham and Giroud are taller. Yeah. Better in the air, and they're and they're and they have Ziyech who has a decent ball on him. And Werner usually does, too. And you also have um, Chilwell out there now for them. And, and But Pulisic came on, and he's the guy that they like to use to try to work through the midfield. And he did nothing. Uh, like, I was afraid just he of Drew. On, on the left. Oh, yeah. And he almost got in, to be fair. The, the funny yeah. thing was, I thought, like, if he was on the end of some of the balls that Ziyech put in, I feel like he would have scored where Abraham w- didn't. And if Abraham had that last chance that Roden came up, I feel like Abraham would have scored that, but Giroud couldn't. So we kind of we got lucky there in a couple of ways yeah. that they didn't really give the balls that were more suitable for each of the strikers. But, but I think overall we defended really, really well. Again, I thought Hoybier was brilliant. We shut down Timo Werner. It was like he wasn't even playing, aside from the uh, disallowed goal. He did nothing. Um, their midfield was designed to disrupt our play by playing three in there, by playing Mason Mount and Conte and Kovacic. Um, rather than like a Jorginho or someone that could pass better, they they played that way to just shut us down, and that worked. We get we did nothing, especially in the second half, we couldn't pass through at all. And and there's some things to say about the ability of Sun and Bergvine to play in um in small areas because they weren't they didn't do well. I don't think they did a good job today, and it really hurt us. But um, but yeah, it was it was a very stalemate. It was probably the most Jose Mourinho game we've had as a club.
1: Well, well, uh, since since you brought up son, I, uh, I'm going to go to John chats question next. Um, And John chats asks us, how did Chelsea shut down son so well? Uh, He was a total non-factor. Are there any stats on his performance against lower table clubs? Uh, He he says in parentheses, I like this part like Arsenal, for example, and top six teams. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, Well, I I know we've talked about this uh, a lot uh, the, Spurs seem to play very well against teams that come after us. That the the top table teams we tend to handle better because they're going to aggressively attack us, um, and we struggle against those teams that um, um, that park the bus on us. Um, and I think Sun is. Uh, we definitely see Sun struggle as far as stats that I can point to. I I, I did a little search on transfer market. It's tough to come up with the. You can look at individual matches and how Sun did in those individual matches. and there there's certainly an element where he doesn't always do well when the team is playing way more defensive style. Um, but that's it, tough to to get through statistics. John, but I, I do think there is a, a a case that Sun struggled here in a game that we expected to be a bit more open, but I don't think it was quite as open as we thought. What do you guys think on that? Uh, Joe, you have your hand up.
2: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just Sun they shut down. I mean, did, Kane didn't do anything either. I mean, it was yeah, it was the whole and and my thing on it was look at their manager, who knows Fat Frank better than Jose Mourinho and vice versa. Who who knows that playbook, and Frank just after he ate all the pies, he told his team <laughs> exactly you know what was going to happen, and he played he played that backline Mourinho-esque in my opinion, and he, he shut did. down. He did. Everybody coming into the uh, box.
0: They, I mean, their defense since they, since they uh, took the malnourished child out of their goal, um, like seriously, that kid, like, looks like he needs vitamin D deficient. Have you seen him? Like, I think he's, I, I was shocked he's even good or athletic at all. This no, He's not good. <laughs> no, I guess true. He's not 75 million good. He's not good at all. But since they brought Mendy in, he's been, their defense has, I think, allowed like maybe like, two or three goals total in like eight games or something like that. Ridiculous. So they've like really up, And this is a defense with Kurt Zuma in it. So that that's gotta mean something. You can get Kurt Zuma playing that lights out that the only other person to do that was Jose Mourinho. So, so, th- so that's impressive. But I think, I think you're absolutely right. Cause it was the same thing in the one, one game, except each team got one chance and put it away really. And it was another like close fought stalemate. And now it's kind of becoming a trend really. Now that we have all, we have like a, a properly fit team against Chelsea, and and you have to remember this is all happening after they spent like three hundred million this year. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, I think they've really only their only chance was a brilliant attempt by Mount. Their only like really good chance. Like we had made a couple of mistakes, but they didn't take advantage of them, and they trouble Hugo was only troubled for that brilliant save he made against Mason Mount. So in that regard, I think. We defended well, especially the fullbacks. I think. Yeah. And, and on that, point, we'll I, 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 I want to roll
1: again. to our yeah. next question. Um, so we do have a, a question from uh, uh, ju- uh, from Peter on that, uh, and Peter asks us uh, uh, thoughts on Rodon's uh, Chelsea performance. Uh, so we did have like a Rodon. A player, yeah, Rodon. His first
0: or Joe Rodon. Sorry, I even mispronounced it. Yes. Yeah.
1: Joe R- Rodon. Like it's his first performance with us, so he said. Thoughts on Rodon's Chelsea performance, and on the back of that, do you now think that we have enough quality defensive depth to to see out the season? Um, Levy won't spend big in January, not uh, so a stud centre back is not on the cards, he says. But um, but w- what do we think on his performance? Uh, uh, did did he do a serviceable job? I think there was uh, several mistakes that we can probably point to. I know Shubzul... will. Um, Uh, had pointed them out not in a question but online earlier today um that there were three three mistakes they made but um but other than that was he good enough and we we didn't give up a goal uh
3: i thought yeah i thought that he was really solid um i thought it was a good matchup for him um Um, Going in against Tammy Abraham, who's – Joe's a a very tall uh, central defender. Um, Abraham's a very tall striker. They've seen each other in international play before. Um, I thought – and when I saw him in the lineup, I felt comfortable that he was – this was the right game for him to start, even though it was against Chelsea. Um, Granted, there were some mistakes, but – but anyway – Clean sheet's clean sheet, no matter how how you look at it.
1: To answer the question myself, Peter, I, I I certainly want Toby to come back healthy, and I don't want his injury to be too long. I do think we need him. Like I think he's he provides a certain amount uh, towards the, the the progression of the ball up the the pitch that we're not going to get from any of those other defenders. Um, I do think that he showed himself to be um, able to do a job and. And I was also interested that he's a left-footed player and he played on the right side of the center-back combination, which was obviously about uh, matching up uh, uh, defenders against uh, the attacking uh, – Chelsea's attackers. But I, I, I was a little bit caught off guard by that. I, I certainly expected Dyer to be on the right and him to be on the left. That was something that interests me. Um, I do think that he can probably do a job for us. Uh, like I, I, I'm pretty comfortable with him in uh, – uh, lower uh, table teams, like maybe like the Arsenal game coming up, but um, but uh, but not. I, I don't know if I want him in, in every big match that we have. Like I would much rather have Toby back. Is kind of where I, I'm sitting, and I agree that we're probably not going to get anybody else, so we're probably going to have to roll with this. Uh, but but I think he he showed that he can do the job, and uh, a really tough tough competition. He held his own.
0: Well, I think like it's. Joe Roden was played exactly like I expected a player like him to play in a game like this. There's obviously a lot of talent there. He made some really great plays, especially I agree with you, Sam. I think he marked Tammy Abraham incredibly well in this game. There was that, that chance where he got elbowed in the head. I think that he kind of had to like bend around Abraham to head the ball away. And he was able to do it and then drew a foul as well in the process. And he was bleeding and he just kept on playing or I think we got him in the mouth. Cause he had a bit of a bloody lip and, um, but he also made a couple of mistakes. Now, luckily, we are good. We were good enough around him, um, or Chelsea played it wrong, where they didn't cost us. But it's something to expect. He's 22 years old. That was his first Premier League game. He's he was a Championship player. He's a very he's a very talented Championship player, but he's still a Championship player in a very high stakes game against a very talented squad. And I think he held his own. He did it. He did it about as as I would want him to do to for me to believe that he belongs in this team. But he belongs to this team where he's at right now. He's, a, he's not our starting center back, but he comes in when Toby's hurt or Dyer's hurt. What is interesting, though, is that it's clear that Jose has put him over Sanchez, at least for right now, which is awesome, which is very interesting as well. Now, that, all, that could be because Roden can't play in the Europa League because we got him after we had to register our squad. So maybe he's trying to just rotate those guys. But even then, it's not like Sanchez hasn't played 290 minutes before. So it's very interesting to see how that will continue. Is, yeah. is Roden going to keep taking the spot until Toby's back, or will he? Will we see Sanchez maybe come in once in a while, or, or depending on Roden, how Roden plays, or depending on Jose thought he played? I think Jose in the press conference said like, Eric Dyer made mistakes too, more yeah. mistakes. So, well, uh, so that's where his head's at. You know, with with him.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Joe, let's go to Joe, and then we'll uh, do another question. Yeah. I mean, we also just got to remember that this guy's a you know. Uh, I forget you know, his
2: twenty-three-year-old kid that he only played like twenty games in the championship last season for Swansea, mm-hmm. and then uh, before that he was playing for my home club of Cheltenham. And uh, oh, played, really? You know, wow! Yeah, he was on loan at Cheltenham uh, for twenty-eight games. So I mean, he doesn't have—he's got fifty-four senior caps in one, two, three, four, five, six seasons of playing.
1: so I And mean, he had some international for Wales as well, but yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, what does he got? Sorry, he's got
1: 10 senior
2: caps for Wales. Yeah. So
0: it's not a lot of yeah, his experience. Career's just, come his on. career's just started, yeah. Exactly. This is this is the beginning. And it, 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 was, it was nice. In the same way, like, when, remember when Joffet played against Liverpool? He played really, really well. But he was also one of the people at fault for their goal. Yeah, that happened. But you i mean, people still thought by the end he had a really good game. I would say the same for Joe Roden. Yeah, he made a couple of mistakes, but it's not out of the realm of expectation for him to do so, being in this position. So you roll with that. Overall, he still had a really good game. Um, and yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. So. So, no, I, I'm confident with him. We're, we're good enough to beat anybody after a, a clean sheet against Chelsea on the road with Joe Roden, in our back four makes me confident that we can beat anybody with him yeah. there. Definitely. Oh, well, I want to go to uh, uh, our next question. And this
1: is from our own Rick. So it's uh, at Desira Rick. Um, he, he gave us two questions. We're going to answer one in the first half the the, the the second one, which kind of uh, connects, but we'll answer that one during the second half. Uh, but the first one is, I really don't like us giving up the uh, giving the opposition so much possession. Is this a problem with our midfield? Is it a result of tactics or a combination of both? Um, Sorry, did this guy
2: just support, start supporting Spurs? <laughs>
1: Come on, Rick. How many
2: games have we watched together where I've heard you yelling this exact same thing at the television? It's just it's it's us, and it's yeah. It needs to change. It's
1: certainly our strategy. Like we're we're no, we're not a possession-based team anymore. We're a counterattack team. We want the other team to have the ball, and we want them to lose it to us uh, in a, in a good position to to, atta- to counter attack to counterattack fast. Now, yes,
0: but, but to a degree, yeah, to a degree, uh, Anthony. Like that was like, and and you you heard it with every with just about everybody's tone after the game. Yes, we're. We, it's a de- it's a good result, but we're not happy with how we did it. That's what Emil Hory said. That's what Mourinho said. That's what Kane said. Reguilón said, like we didn't pass well. We passed terribly, in fact. Like even in Dombele, who was probably our best midfielder by a mile and did some amazing things. Like I haven't, I don't, can't remember anyone shaking Conte off like Lem Dombele did. And he did it twice in that game. Like it was unbelievable the kind of shit he does but after he'd get by a couple of guys, the pass wouldn't be he, he, the pass wouldn't he wouldn't be able to make the pass. And, and no one was like even Kane, who's been excellent for passing. Yes. What did they weren't coming off for him? Bergvine was off again after a, a good city performance. Sun was invisible. Like it was just, the attack just wasn't there. They just it, it, like, after the first 30 minutes, we had a couple decent moments, but after that it was nothing. They kind of just choked the game out for us. So a one-off against Chelsea on the road. Again, second hardest fixture of the year. They're a good team. Not going to get to me thinking this is a kind of an overarching problem because we've turned it on. We've been able to turn it on. Like this is a very tough away fixture and we didn't play well in it and still got a draw. Yeah. Yeah. So and, that's, and, and and part of that was just not passing well and being pressured and not making the right decisions.
1: I, I think you're right. There was an execution problem here. I d- I don't have a problem with the game plan. I don't necessarily want to give them sixty percent of the ball. Like I, I, I would say, like giving them fifty-five percent would be fine in my uh, my book if we're finding a way to counter and score. Uh, but we certainly weren't in this case. So I, I, I. So Rick, I don't think it's a problem necessarily, but I do think it's uh, um, it is a tactic. But maybe uh, maybe it wasn't. A hundred percent, the tactic that we should have needed, but but I think it worked. I think Jose was happy to walk away with the point, and he's not going to say that. Um, you know, he obviously everybody wanted the win, and they were unsatisfied after the match. But I think most most people were like, hey, we got to keep first place for another week. we we're,
0: um, we're, no, it was. I mean, if you had told me before the game that we were going to do a nil-nil draw, I would take it. Yeah, yeah, we would have all taken that probably. So it just didn't look good. No, we didn't play well getting there. Yeah, which in some ways is encouraging because we didn't need to play well to do it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, well, you you brought up in Dombalay uh, when you were talking, Nate. So I want to go to our next question, which is from uh, our own uh, Joe. So at Northern Spur USA, Joe asks us: uh, Mourinho has been uh, very good at rotating the squad this season overall. But was it an error to play in Dombele as long as he did on Thursday? Meaning he had to be subbed off versus Chelsea as well. Um, we looked much worse w- when he went off. Um, so, so what do you guys think of that? We know that Lacelso's coming off the bench and it's not a like-for-like like sub, but, it, um, but he's been able to provide something in the past, but maybe not for this Chelsea match, which was pretty um, congested, I guess. Um, but what do you guys think uh, on Joe's point question there, uh, Sam? Um,
3: well, I kind of think. Remember, like right before the game on Thursday, found out the news that lacelso picked up a knock in training. So really, unfortunately, there wasn't much of a choice there. Um, you know, it was either gonna you were gonna give. In um, Domblay, 60 minutes on Thursday, or you were going to give Hoibier 60 minutes on Thursday. Um, you needed both of those guys for um, for Sunday. And it was kind of like short stick. If we had if we had LaSelso available, fully fit for Thursday, he he would. I felt like he would, probably would have played more of the game than, um, and we, we could have sat in um, Domblay more. If, more for that game, and he would have been fresher for Chelsea. But I really don't think there was much of a choice.
0: No, and I agree with you, Sam. I think I think you nailed it because, like, you could say, oh, we could play played Sissoko maybe, but no one likes the Winks and Sissoko midfield partnership anyway. And we probably could have beat Ludogratz with them, but it wouldn't nearly have been nearly as comfortable. So I kind of like it that it went this way. And, again, Ndombele should be able to play 60 minutes twice in a, in a week. Like, yeah, that's it's not, that, that that's, big finesse. Yeah. That's, no, it's not. And even then, so I always think it's, it's part of the, um, I, I, I think with Indomitly, like he did some amazing things and made some amazing movements, but again, his passing wasn't that great either. Like I, I, by the, by the time he got subbed out, I don't think he was doing much to, to further our attack either. I didn't really see too much of a difference by that point in the beginning of the game, he was doing great. We were doing much better, but by that point in the game, I don't think the sub affected anything. I think we played just, we were in just as difficult a position when he was there at, at 70 minutes. Then for the next, maybe 15, 10 to 15, I think we closed the game out kind of more on the front foot than the rest of the game. But before that it was, it was all Chelsea. So, so I don't know if I really agree with it being a factor in this game itself and overall, and Don had a game, had a week that I'm pretty sure he's had a week this week where he played 90 and then played 60 or did 60 and then 90. So he's shown he can do that. I think this was part—it's just part of the consistent rotation with him, because we have those options. And he was the only player Locellus not rotated. Option. He was the only was player the not only...
1: rotated. To be to be
3: fair, like the well, yeah, only. Yeah, he was player... not rotated because the Celso wasn't fit. Yeah, uh, Sam, Locellus- you had a
1: quick point you wanted to make.
3: Yeah, he also—pardon my language—he got the living shit beat out of him against oh, Chelsea. Did,
0: yeah.
3: Yeah, like, I mean, I was talking with lucas during the game we kind of it, it was like watching a running back in an american football game that's the kind of it, he was strong with the ball but let's face it he was he was picking up knocks left and right and the fact that he played as well as he did and that i kind of felt like that played a factor too yeah
1: yeah no, actually a very good point to to point out like I think he need to come off not because uh, uh, that he couldn't have gone later into that match and, and still given us more. I think he was getting uh, his legs out hacked out from under him, and you want to you want to make sure that he's safe because I think we need him. He's become such an important part of our squad moving forward that we have to have a a healthy Ndombele, and 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 we have a a serviceable sub and Lucello to come off. So why? why? why risk him? So I I think it had more to do with that as well. So good shout there, Sam. Uh, Joe, any final points on that before we kind of go to MVP, LVP? Uh,
2: no, I mean, not on that. I think we kind of te- hit on everything, but the one person we didn't talk about was Regulon. I thought he had an amazing game. Oh yeah, yeah let's do that. Let's do that. Let's talk Regulon. So, I mean, that that guy, his his ball control, I can't remember who he nutmegged, but he nutmegged somebody. It was I think it was Reese James. Yeah. Was that yeah. I mean yeah. that guy that kid, uh just seeing, you know, the pictures of him and Bale when he had just signed at Real and Bale had just gotten over to Real and I I think he's gonna be a integral part of this squad that we're that Jose's building right now. So I just I knew we were talking about him and I, I wanted to bring him up.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. He was he was sensational. And he's and he's done this again. Best competition, and he, and he looks like he could be one of the best left backs in the league. Like, it, it, it's that good. I can't believe we've gotten a guy like him. It's fantastic. Give him as much ham as he wants. <laughs> Give That's him definitely. As, um, all the ham. <laughs> Buy a fucking sun so he's not cold in the winter. Like, do whatever Did it takes s- to keep him happy.
2: Did you see the video of uh, his girlfriend giving him a, a PlayStation on Twitter?
0: Oh my God, really?
2: <laughs> oh, you. you you have to watch it. I know
0: he. I know he sleeps in. A, he's got Spurs pajamas.
2: Oh yeah, no. no it's, <laughs> you have to
0: look up Regal's
2: girlfriend gives him a PlayStation Five. Okay,
0: it is hilarious. I definitely will.
1: But I, I, you know, I uh, I did my both my honeymoon and my ten year anniversary to Spain, so I definitely. Ha- um, I, I I love like a, a leg of that Embirico him just hang there and they did they just pull it down slice off a few slices for you put it on a plate with the other tapas i i certainly understand the motivation there it's uh uh, an awesome gift and it's just awesome to see jose having that type of interaction with players especially a player that 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 was playing so fantastic so that 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 was a cool little side story Like, and i think I think that all helps the the dialogue, and it, especially with the uh, season where we don't have fans in the stadium to, to to keep the fans engaged with with the with what's going on with the team. I think it it, it really is like a, a just a cool little side story to have happened. Um, but let's go to uh, MVP. Uh, so let's start with uh, Sam for MVP.
3: I'm gonna say Regulon. I thought. That He did uh, very well um, attacking that flank, um, especially against a really tough competition that is Reese James down there as well. Um, uh, he, uh, he was a threat going down each time and defended real well as well. Um, uh, hopefully we, we keep him fit because it's, it, it could be kind of rough uh, without him.
1: Yep, no, good good show. Um well, let's go to Joe next.
3: Yeah, I mean regular line for me.
1: The okay. guy
2: is just he's uh he's gonna be if we can keep him, um he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with. Uh I see nothing but great things and you know you know my opinion of the Spurs backs that you know we've had in the past. So I would like to keep this guy, please.
0: <laughs> I, yes, I, definitely. I have a
1: feeling Nate's going to take my pick, but wh- who do you have?
2: Nate?
0: Yes. Mine is, um, mine is Serge Aurier. Ah, oh, you did it. He I knew was, you did. <laughs> he was, he is, you know, you know, with him, like he's all like, he, he's got these like good moments in him, but he can also just do something ridiculously stupid at any moment. In the last two games he hasn't, he's been lights out perfectly. And he did it again with team of Werner, who I hate not because of himself, Timo Werner's had this problem with like ever since Chelsea signed him. Red Bull Leipzig, who was his old club, won't shut up about having him score against Tottenham. They've tweeted about it like eight times. Like, oh, he knows to score against Tottenham because he scored against us in the Champions League, and they did it again after the during the cup game. And they didn't tweet jack shit this time because he was fucking invisible. And Serge Aurier marked him out of the game, and then Pulisic came on and he didn't do any better. So that was that was great to see. Him, him do that. And he did the same thing against Man City. So having him, Doherty. since Doherty's got here, Serge Aurier looks like he's like, he's like said, fuck it, I want to be the starting right back. And to his credit, he deserves to be with the way he's been playing. He's grabbed that opportunity and taken it. So let's go. Um, more of this, please, Serge. If he plays like this all season with Reguilon on the other side, we got two really, really, really good fullbacks all of a sudden. And he had a decent shot on target, and our only shot on target. Yeah, No. I, and you, you
1: stole the words out of my mouth. I don't really really have that much more to add uh, other than it, it, it is a brilliant thing to have this uh, these, these two just nasty fullbacks to, to throw at people once again. And it, it really has been since Rose and Walker in their prime, and I think this pair might have uh, a more dynamic skill set, especially with uh, with Regulan. Like, I think his he, he's a more special talent than I, either of them ever were. Uh, just because I think he can do more with the cross than Walker could, like, but has close to the same speed that Walker had. Um, and Rose, I. I think also, like, uh, didn't have as much on the attack. It was just the, the their ability to run back and forth was, um, from defense to offense, uh, w- was what really worked in the Pochettino system. But I think this this pair might be more dynamic now uh, th- th- than th- they were, and I- I'm very excited about it. Uh, so great shout on the uh MVP, does anybody have an LVP for this one? I mean, there, there probably is some uh, opportunities here with a nil nil.
0: I do. Uh, let, um, let's
1: go. Let's start with Nathan.
0: I, I for me, it's Sun. Um, I just think he, he didn't do anything. Like, I could have picked Bergwine too, but at least he had that opportunity early in the game to score. And he was part of the link up play there. But Sun really wasn't able to be effective at all. Um, and, and, um, so yeah, for, for the kind of player that he's been this season, that was disappointing to see. Because we yeah. really need a good performance out of out of his day, and I, LVP moment goes to Lasalso for the end of the game when Zuma turned it over, Lucas got it, fed into him, and he had regulon coming in from behind him and Kane coming in the middle, and he did this like in between minds chip that just went for a goal kick, and I was just like it was the biggest, it's a huge oh, letdown and a big crucial moment, but. Yes. it's gonna be it's one of those what could have been moments if we had somehow played that game with like no chances all second half and then he, the last kick of the game is us scoring it's it but unfortunately um, they weren't able to do it that was kind of a I, I would I expect more from him there than, than that and that yes. was disappointing but yeah overall I just it's the same thing with son I expect more from son and his effort was disappointing uh, Joe mine would just be
2: son. Uh, mine would be Sun, just for the main reason that he swapped shirts with Nason Mount at the end of the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit, exactly.
2: Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, threw it in the bin afterwards. I guess maybe Mount really wanted his shirt. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I gotta go with Sun too. Um, it's just unfortunate that he's barely made. I don't. I can't necessarily remember him making any touches during the match, that's... I kind of forgot he was out there, which never happens, but I... I, I have to go with him.
1: I I remember him touching the ball. Uh, I remember him getting snuffed out a lot, like, in the box. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, not, not really doing much with the ball, making some bad decisions with his passes. Uh, um, I, I, I agree with you guys. I think it's... On, I'm not particularly worried about it. Like, I think... I um, think... Uh, Chelsea was set up to handle us pretty well, and this this was a really tough competition. And uh, um, it, it, and we had players that struggled, but we we kept them off the board. And on a whole, I'm I have to be happy with that. So sorry, son, I'm I'm not concerned about you moving forward. But but I I give you the LVP this match. Um, uh, any final thoughts before we go to half? Okay, well, let's go to half. Uh, we don't have a halftime segment today, um, but we did have the FA Cup third round draw today. Um, and we ta- already talked about Tottenham's draw, but I just kind of want to quickly point out some of the other um, matchups in the league. I'm not going to go through the whole list, but we'll kind of uh, uh, we'll kind of point out some of the bigger ones that um, th- that are kind of interesting. So, um, so we have like. Uh, Manchester United's playing Watford, so a team uh, uh, demoted last year. Um, we have uh, West Ham uh, scored pretty well, as well as us with Stockport County. Uh, Wolves and Crystal Palace take on one another. So there's a, a Premier League competition there. And then we also have Arsenal and New- versus Newcastle. Um, there was some news on Newcastle today. They had a big uh, COVID outbreak there. Uh uh, they're questionable about whether they can uh, field the team this weekend, so that will be interesting to follow. Uh, but by the time the FA Cup comes around, Ar- Arsenal should be able to take on Newcastle at that point in time. Um, we have like Blackpool and West Brom. Manchester City got Birmingham City, so a pretty easy draw for them. Chelsea, uh, is it Morkambi? Can- is that how it's pronounced, Joe? Morkambi. Morkambi?
3: Morkambi. Morkambi.
1: We're home, okay. Uh, I figured I was <laughs> very close. Wrong. Um, let's see. We Aston Villa drew Liverpool, so um, uh, didn't Villa beat uh, Liverpool earlier this season? So that might be an interesting little matchup in itself. Um, Leicester got Stoke. Um, so we had. Uh, let's see some of the other interesting matchups. Uh, um, Nottingham Manchester City, Paris, Birmingham City will be good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's a, a lot of other little interesting ones if you follow the championship but, uh, but those were the kind of the, the, the key teams and who they matched up uh, so um, any thoughts on this do, do clearly it feels like we made out pretty good in this draw
0: We made out the best yeah <laughs> we literally yeah. got the best the only better thing was if would if it was at home that's the only thing so so yeah pretty happy. Yeah, I, th- I I think we're
1: we're in good shape. It, um, I don't think there's a, um, there's not a top team that got like a really tough competition, but um, but but I always like to see in the first round like two uh, Premier League teams have to face each other, like we're seeing with like Arsenal, Newcastle, and and uh, you know uh, uh, Aston Villa and, and Liverpool, like a. Uh, I think it's nice to like force some of the uh, Premier League teams out of the competition early, so that, I always like when I see that. But uh, any final thoughts on the uh, the draw, uh, Joe?
2: Yeah, I mean, just one more thing—a fun one to watch is going to be QPR Fulham.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that'll,
2: that'll, be that'll be a good one. Just to, if if it's televised to watch. So um, there will be,
0: well, maybe the, hopefully there'll be fans back then too.
2: Uh, yeah, London Club, so, uh, you know, the least, they the should get, 2, get 2,000 in. 2,000,
0: right.
2: Yep. Um, so that will be good. And I saw another one that I was interested in. I think in.
1: ESPN Plus in the United States uh, will have all the FA Cups, so you should be able yep, to watch Yep, we
0: that. get every single one. It's yep. mad.
1: So you just have to pay the $5 for the uh, ESPN Plus service and then you can watch them all. So that, that'll that definitely be a good option. But we have two games to preview in the second half and we, we're running close to an hour already. So I do want to move the conversation along. Um, so let's uh, do a very quick preview. Uh, this Thursday we take on Lask uh, Away. Um, and this is early match on Thursday, so 11.55 a.m. here in Chicago. Uh, so currently, uh, Lask sits in second place in the Austrian Bundesliga. That's uh, um, with 20 points, six wins, two draws, and one loss. Their form is uh, most recently they won uh, on the weekend. Uh, they lost to uh, Antwerp prior to that, so that was in the uh, the, the Europa League Cup competition. Uh, they drew prior to that two... Two wins, um, one of those wins was to to Antwerp. Um, So let's see, um, uh, upcoming they have a match on Saturday, uh, I'm sorry, Sunday the 6th. Um, Their top goal scorer is a guy named Eggenstein with four. uh, Troner and Ranfill, if I'm pronouncing these right, with two. Uh, uh, Top assist man is McCorrell. With four Grubers behind him and Eggstein uh, with two, three and two consecutively, top-rated player is the tra- is Krainer with 7.92, which is actually a pretty good international rating. Uh, when we'll look at the Arsenal players' ratings next half, you'll kind of see where that's a pretty high uh, rating. And Eggstein with 7.88. Um, we did obviously take them on in this uh, competition. Uh, on October 22nd, we beat them three nil. So, um, so we handled them pretty pretty well. But we are traveling to their their home this time around. So, what do you guys think on this uh, this matchup?
0: I got nothing. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's the it's the same. It's the same as the last one, as far as I'm concerned. Play the same guys. Maybe Lisselso, if he's fit, can play can start. Um, and go out there and play our game. Um. This is, it'll be harder than the Ugarettes at home, obviously. And they actually beat Royal Antwerp, so, like, they can beat those guys. But um, but they just lost to them, too. So this is a game we should be winning. And if we do, I think I'm pretty sure we're, we're through and can clinch the top of the group. So, um, so yeah, we just got to execute. That's really all they said. Um, all that needs to be said.
1: Yeah, so, uh, Joe, do you think same rotated squad uh, that we saw this past week? Uh, maybe minus the yeah.
2: play. Yeah, I mean, we still obviously want to win. We're not going to field, the, you know, all the young ones that we can. Um, Jose wants top of the table, which we'll get. Uh, it's. I mean, I haven't honestly even been thinking about that game right now, to be
1: honest. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's, um, it's. not even yeah. really a worry at this point. Like, I've like got more confidence in the Europa League than I. Ever had. A, 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 I'm not going to put that on Pochettino because we only had the one year in that competition with Pochettino. Mm-hmm. But, but you have to go back. Oh, we had two in Europa League? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess I. First the second year? Okay, yep. my mistake. I thought we were in Champions League right away, but
0: and then we had the one his third year where we got bounced by Ghent in the round of six third in the round of thirty two. Yeah. We okay, so down we dropped in the into Champions it. League. So yeah, no, we weren't we weren't that great in that competition with him. He threw he threw the game against Dortmund. Yeah. Um. But I yeah. think back to the seasons and where he right, lost right. to Udinese before that in the round of thirty two. So no, he didn't do well at all. But this is only the group stage. These teams we should be beating, the Europa League group the Europa overleague knockout stages have actually decent teams in them like like Dortmund yeah. sometimes. So like so no it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, a catch all there, but yeah, these guys we should just be taking care of business.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh any final thoughts before we
1: go
3: to predictions?
1: Okay, let's do predictions on this one. We'll start with uh, Sam for predictions first.
3: Uh, I'm going to go 3-1 in this game. I think uh, Vinicius gets um, gets a brace, um, continues his form in, in this competition. And um, I think uh, the other one goes to – oh, it's tough. I'm going to go Bale on this one. Okay.
1: Good good one. Okay. Uh, so, Joe? Uh, 4-0. Uh, double
2: brace. Vinicius Bale. Okay.
0: Oh, be brilliant. Fantastic. Um, I'm gonna go three nothing, and I'm gonna say Bale, Deli, and um, Lucas.
1: Okay, good, good there. Uh, I was gonna say three nothing, but I think I'm gonna di- differentiate. So I'm gonna say four one. Uh, I'm gonna say a Deli Alley brace, um, a Vene- one Vinicius goal, and one Bale goal. Uh, so that's uh that's our four uh, Joe uh, thoughts. Does Deli alley brace get him back into
2: our squad for the Premier League?
1: Uh, i I don't think it does. Uh, to be honest, uh, n- not against a team like uh, last, but um but I think it does put him into the question like maybe he should be on the bench and uh, I looks, wonder, yeah,
0: you know because. I could see a situation where he might come in for like a Bergvine or something, because um, the, if, if he plays like that after Bergvine didn't have a really good game against, um, but that'd be harsh on Bergvine Cause he had a really good game against city, even though he was poor this week. Um, that's the problem. Like I went through and looked at it. Cause I was wondering if he was going to make it off the back of his performance against ludicrous. Cause he played really well. And I was thinking like, who do you take out? Like you want, you want Vinicius there for a backup striker depth. Obviously, you need the defenders that are there. You want LaCelso for a midfield change. Um, you want Lucas to kind of, for his pressing ability late in the game, would do well against Chelsea. And after that, there's a goalkeeper, and all of a sudden, those are your options. And you're like, well, who does Deli come in for? Maybe Lucas, but is this the kind of game you want him in for? I don't know. Um, and and um, so so I think just, you're right, though, Joe. If he dazzles again, it's hard to leave him out especially because even though we've been playing pretty well, our attack has kind of waned a little bit in the last couple of games, like where we, we one nail against West Brom, two goals against Brighton, but we really didn't dominate that game. One goal against Burnley. So two against um, city, but we only had two chances. So maybe we do want to switch things up. If Delhi continues to be, if Delhi has another good performance, so it might force his hand, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, you'd like to think that Deli could
1: maybe play more play further back and i think he, he has that ability but it's a tough ask for a guy who's always been kind of uh, right up in front of goal like uh in that attacking line to to do something like that um i i i think it's going to be tough for him to get into the the starting squad but but i'd like to see him on the bench as somebody that you can bring off to change things up. And maybe if we have like an easy match in the midweek, I mean, th- there's no premier league games that are, are easy matches, but a competition that might suit him a bit better. Um, maybe a bit more congested, like give son the day off. Uh, uh, he's not going to get behind the, the line on a counter attack in, in any of those circumstances In, in, in try a and in, in some of those matches for a bit. I, I think we all want to see him. Uh, we we have such an affinity for him as a player. We want to see him succeed. We don't want to, to see him uh, fade and go away. So, I want to say yes, but um, I'm I'm concerned that the answer is no in the Jose system.
0: Hmm. Yeah, you know it could be that, and it's and it's a shame. But I feel like as long as we keep winning, it's not. A big concern of mine, unfortunately, because I just I just look at the squad, I think we're deep regardless. I mean, I say all that, I make this argument about Deli getting the squad, and we have to remember, this is a squad that and is not even like, Lamella's not even fit. And so when Lamella comes back, that's just another headache of a guy that you may leave out, and what do you want to bring? Because we know that Jose likes Lamella a lot, and his intensity is something that I don't think Deli can match in the same way, and that's something that Jose values. So it's all kind of up in the air, but at the same time, two injuries that we've known to see happen to us, and all of a sudden Deli's in the bench and maybe even starting. That's how quickly things can change. So he's get. I'm happier that now he's at least starting in Europa League because he wasn't even doing that a couple weeks ago or before yeah. the international break. So keep this trend going, and I th- and I think we'll see more of him. Yeah, good,
1: good, good point.
0: Um, so let's uh, let's move the conversation along because we have
1: another. The main, main course. Yeah, the, the main course of the previews that we have to talk about. Um, and this is this Sunday, we December 6th at 10.30 a.m., so the same time as the September. Chelsea, we take on Arsenal at home. So this is our um, – the North London Derby. Um, so currently – Arsenal sits in 14th place in the league uh, with 13 points. That's four wins, one draw and five losses. Count them five. Um, most recently they had a two, one loss at home to wolves uh, after a really bad injury that happened to uh, a wolves player. And, and, um, and I think everybody was rooting for the wolves at that point. Um, not just Tottenham fans. Um, Prior to that, they uh, won in the year uh, in the Europa League, drew Leeds, uh, lost to Villa, and, and uh, won again in Europa League. Is that Mold? Is that the name of the team? Yeah, Moolay. Moolay. Uh, yeah, this uh, upcoming, they do have a midweek as well. They they played Rapid Vienna on Thursday.
0: Who um, are another Austrian team?
1: Yep, another, well, I think
0: they're uh, in first place. They so are in it's, first place. It's North yep. London versus the, the cream of the crop in Austria. Yeah, so. Their
1: top goal scorer right now is Lacazette with three. Uh, Obama Yang is behind him with two. Their top assist man is Willian uh, with three. And Hector Bellerin is behind him with two. Uh, Gabriel is their top rated player with 6.96. So less than some of those guys on last that we were talking about. Um, Daniels Sabello uh, and William are both tied behind him with six point nine in the race. I running. don't even
0: like hearing their names. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, I, I hate <laughs> this. Cringe. I hate this because because of Joe, Joe's Joe's right. Joe's got the perfect mentality, and it's why I've missed him so much at the bar for Arsenal. And I can't wait till we're all back together watching. Hopefully, us be crowned as trophy as Premier League champions in early March we've all had the vaccine and we win it at the emirates um but until then I've got to deal with isolation for a north London derby which I hate because I want to be with people and now it's just the build up and yeah. it's just well, we, about, we've got the better of them for the most
1: part like we beat yeah them but it's still it's this- we drew bad. the prior to. We beat them in December 2018. The last loss that we had was December 2nd, 2018. was the last time that we lost to Arsenal. Oh, it was a, I was in Tucson, Arizona for that one. That one sucked. Yeah, it was so a bad. So yeah, that was, that was bad. But, um, but we've handled them well. Uh, or at least we haven't lost to them. Um, and, and this is a 14th place team. They are playing pretty poorly right now. And I think that's something that we have to... Look at, but we also have to understand that they're going to play out of their head. This is a North London Derby. No matter how bad they're playing, they're going to come out and, and look right. ten times better. And this match is is what we're we're facing, uh, Joe.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm normally worried about this match, and if something happens, it's my fault. But you know, I, yeah, the people on AFTV getting. <laughs> in fights with each other because you got the one idiot saying, oh, we're going to do them, and then the rest of them are just looking at him and shouting at him. They don't think that they're going to beat us. My cousin's husband, who has been sticking it to me for Arsenal beating us for years, unfriended me on Facebook, and I found out just because he doesn't want me to talk to him about sports. <laughs> like, that's how insecure this fucking fan base is. Fuck Arsenal. I don't even want to talk about it anymore.
1: <laughs> well, we do have uh, the, the second part of Rick's question. So we're, oh, sorry. Rick at the Sierra Rick um, d- does ask us a second part of his question that I do want to get to. Uh, and this is probably a good place to do it because like we, none of us really want to talk about this Arsenal uh, fixture. But uh, we, we can't allow teams low on confidence who are at the bottom half of the table. So I'm assuming he's referring to Arsenal here uh, to have a lot of possession. It will give them confidence. Do you think we need to change tactics and try to crush and demoralize them before they get any kind of momentum? So remember, Rick was pointing out that we were giving up a lot of possession in the first uh, half. The first half of his question, uh, but this one he's like asking: do, do we need to change our tactics and just try and crush them uh, and, and not play the, the the defensive type of ball? And Sam, you look you like you a Fan on this first. Let's let Sam get in first. I think he he was. Uh, jumping up and down so uh,
3: we gotta we gotta get on them early just take whatever confidence that they have going into this match and just uh, let them know their place which right now is 14 14th, uh, 14th <laughs> yeah. you know I watch them play and this has been following the Premier League this for 10 years now. And they have slowly and quite pathetically lost whatever identity that they had over the banger years they there is yeah, yeah, they brought in Thomas party to the midfield, but he's kind of struggling that there's not the quality there that there was around him at at, at, at atletico Madrid um, whereas. We have we're we're probably deeper than them in all areas. Um, There's many different ways we can beat them. Um, I just think we've got to just like almost like we did against Man United, come uh, just come out like batshit crazy and just take take it to them.
2: That's what I was going to say. We need to call Man United. Yeah, so go, yeah,
1: go, go with it, go. Okay, well, Nate, next then. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I
0: mean, no, you nailed it. Um, step on their necks early. It's um, They don't have the midfield to do what Chelsea did, or actually, City. They don't have the attacking power to do what City did. Arteta's got them as a counterattack only team to us, but even to a worse degree because they're almost, they're more, they don't have Son and Kane. They're toothless there. They haven't scored from open play and. I think they finally broke that this week, but they've had like one goal from open play like all in the last month plus. They've, they've winless in three straight. They, uh, and the other win was a way win against uh, United, but again, they had to score a penalty to get it. And this is now them coming up against the rejuvenated Jose Mourinho defense. Like even if we do play the way we've played, we will get opportunities on the counter because of who we're playing. And we can exploit them. And that, and, and and so, it's all about turning up, and not being passive, and not overestimating them, and turning up to the North London derby like every North London home derby that we've turned up for in the in the past ten years, but do it with the skill that we have now and the team we have now.
3: Intelligent hunts.
0: Honestly, I want Bale to start this game. Yeah, I want I him back so much. I say. <laughs> This is, like, do that, unleash the dragon in this fucking game. Do it. Just, you, won't, you don't need to be as, def- yeah, we don't, I don't think we do need to be as defensively as, as usual with them, especially at home. But if we get, if we can end it early, like, this could be the end of Arteta. If we do we win. want that though, do we want that? I'm kind of enjoying no. this. Yes, year. yes, because look what when they got rid of Emery, they, they thought Youngberg could come in and do something, and he can't. They are like they're one like slacking away from going into complete meltdown. That's how bad it is there right now. It's, yeah. not, it's not his fault, he doesn't the have problem a squad. I'm sorry, oh. yeah, that's what it is. They want to be us, yeah. And not even current us. They want to be old us. Yeah. The team but that remember, they kept making remember, fun of for not winning trophies. They want to be that team now. Even though they're always living in their shadow. Couple. That says everything you need to know about them. That anytime they'll say to your face, oh, how many trophies we won," And then talk to their fans about, oh, we need to do, we need to get Erickson. We need to get Pochettino. When there's this great clip of Arsenal fan TV after we hired Mourinho and they let Emery go. Um of basically saying, why the fuck aren't we doing that? And it's still slowly sinking into their heads that they are no longer the attractive option between the two of us in London, that yeah. it's switched. And even though it's been like that for maybe three or four years, they finally come to terms with it. And it's kind of wonderful to see that realization hit them that we've known for for three or four years. And yet, I, unlike Joe, am dreading this fucking game because I've seen 14th place West Ham beat us before. It's about showing up and matching the intensity because they have nothing to lose. This is the first time we've been in North London Derby with Arsenal where they quite frankly have nothing to lose. And a lot of times we play them. We've had nothing to lose and we've won. So we need to be able to approach this. Like it is that dangerous Arsenal that we played before and say, fuck you, fuck them. Whatever it takes to get into that mindset, do, so you play this game. Joe?
2: Yeah, I I know. I'm not looking forward to this game. I hate this fixture. Unless I'm in London with James Cordelia standing next to me, (laughs) I fucking do not like this game. I want it to be over as soon as the whistle is blown. But, (laughs) you know what? This is just one time in a very long time I'm confident that we're going to stop these cunts. Pardon my language. No, please Go no, go
1: for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we are not a, a PG uh, podcast by any stretch of the imagination. I
0: fucking, I fucking hate them. What? I hate I hate Arteta. I hate the slack he's been given. That like that he got that people were talking about him in the summer as oh Arteta's what Mourinho wants to be. He's the next Mourinho. No. Like people were saying that. Like yeah, that's the no. They were saying the next shit,
3: the next Pep. He's
0: not the next Pep, though, because he can't play attacking fucking football. He sticks (laughs) the middle class striker on the wing. He can't decide whether to do a back three or a back four, and the moment it hits any adversity, he fucking changes it because he's indecisive. He's always done is drag cones around a practice field for five years, and he lucked into having a decent enough defense to make a cup run. But you know who else made a cup run to a final and didn't win it but made it? Tim fucking Sherwood did that. It's not a big fucking deal. Like, Wigan won an FA Cup. Big like do they still haven't been able to do it? Put a whole season together since Wanger's been there, and they chased him out for a better record than this fucker.
1: Yeah, no, they. So they they're, like they're certainly in so right now.
0: lost, and the problem yeah. is they'll, they'll stumble. They'll still they still got dangerous pieces. I mean, any team with Willian against us for some oh. reason that fucking oh. dickhead yeah. plays like the out of his mind anytime he plays. So, so oh. anytime he's in a squad, you know things can happen. Yeah, so They but are do. We are due he's the probably the shit. player um, of five one both. in the in the League Cup was over a decade ago. Give me another highlight that I can fucking masturbate to. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, I do like think, I, I do think that Jose is going to get our team up for this match. Like, I think they're up for it already anyway, because they know how important that how important this match is. But I also think that... You
0: know, NBC Sports has these 16-minute highlights now. like, Could we, you last through the whole thing if we beat them like 6 nothing? Have we seen hmm. a weaker
1: Arsenal? Have we answered the a, question? What uh, was that? <laughs> what was his question? <laughs> I'm going to ask my question. Uh, 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 have we seen a weaker Arsenal come to like North London Derby before?
0: Um, No. I don't think we no. have.
1: Yeah, I don't think we have either. Oh, any. shit. And, like... <laughs> That's what makes me nervous about this, because it feels like this is just ours to lose. But uh, you you never want to come in with that attitude into a North London derby. Um, And I agree. They
0: won't like. That's that's the thing. Like I feel like we've had them in situations before where. It was like, oh, if we beat them, we'll really undo their season, not as drastically as this, but like situations where they maybe haven't won in their last three or like it looks like these are bubbling and they come in and get a draw at us at home or or win and it would turn their season around or something like that. Or it would just like be a momentary stopgap for their inevitable fuck ups later in the year. I don't want, I really don't want this to happen again because to do that now, now it's like, now we're, we've got this shit to lose because we could, they could be the team, oh, we knocked you off top. I fucking don't want that at all. Yeah. I don't want them to have any hope or happiness. I don't feel like this about the Packers yet. I feel like this about Arsenal just because it's like, it's like you're seeing Mufasa on the edge of a cliff and we're the younger brother. That's been overlooked for so long. It's probably (laughs) smarter, way more intelligent. I mean, Jeremy Irons is is a genius. So just knock them the fuck off. Yeah. Long live the fucking king. Get the fuck (laughs) out of here. Dead lion on the ground. Any other. Trampled by all the minnows they can't beat. Losing to Aston Villa again. (laughs) Fuck that. Send them to death. Let's Joe you're right just fucking end, put, end their misery put them at rock bottom because honestly I don't want I don't want them to get relegated well, you know what never mind fuck that I do want them to get relegated some people say they don't because they missed the Lord North London Derby no give me one year of them getting fucking relegated let's put them in the relegation zone Full one today somehow like they're not that far away <laughs> Yeah. let's get them teeter. let's fucking make our type of loser's job Let's, I don't know. It's just get the, just, this is like, just go by the, let's, let's see it go by the book. Let's just fucking rail them. It's all emotion at this point for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just, Again, like, Jose the list Jose's rail. job is to not be overly emotional. And maybe that's something that, that got in the way of Potch succeeding. So you do wonder if he's going to sit back. But at the same time, oh, I just want to just put him to the sword for fucking, they deserve, they deserve that kind of win. I think that we can put them to the sword with,
1: even if we do sit back at the beginning. I I think what Jose is going to do is like that first ten minutes he's going to try and just annihilate them fast, like get those. He wants those two quick goals and then sit back the rest of the match is probably what he well, wants. Well,
0: if if we get two quick goals and sit back, we might end up getting five.
1: Yeah. Because we'll counter. Yeah, because they'll have to keep keep coming at. They'll after have it.
0: to do something, right? Yeah. So. And as a, and they're just not they're just not as good. They're not good. They've got good a couple good players here and there, but together as a unit, they are not good. I actually think their youth guys are actually their best players. I think Sokka and like uh Reese Nelson's decent, but Sokka Tyranny are like their best players. And like Aubameyang doesn't look the same after his um his contract knock on wood. Obama um, Who? Yeah. <laughs> so well, like it's the time. Like just just don't underestimate them and don't give them hope at all. And that's what we need to do. So no, I I think Jose does know that. And we'll see us come out in a much more attack minded set than we have the last two games, two Premier League games. Well,
1: well, I could listen to you talk all night about this, Nate, but I think this is probably a good point. I need some water. I've
0: been talking so much.
1: Like I think this is a good point for us to go to predictions. So let's do predictions on this and we'll start with Sam uh, because you, it's been a while since we've heard from you, so let's go with Sam first on predictions.
3: Um, I'm going to say 4-1. I think they get one goal where it's it's a late one that it just doesn't matter. Uh, but I'll go 4-1. I think Sun has two, Kane has one. And I'll go with um, Ndombele the other. I love it.
1: Okay, let's uh, – Joan, what do you have? 6-0. We're going
2: to United them and we're not going to let them score.
1: <laughs> um,
2: Kane's going to, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Bale's going to get a hat trick. And then uh, Kane's going to get one. Son's going to get one. And uh,
1: Tolberg. Like it. I like it. Uh, Nate.
0: 5 2. Ooh. Win. Um, I think. Bale scores, I think Harry Kane gets four.
2: <laughs> I think it's
0: the best...
2: Are you what doing that? that for that historic 5-2? Yes. Um,
0: okay. Yes, it's a callback. Uh, make... All
2: right, that's, that's callback, what I was
0: doing Yeah. To the times they've beaten us like that. Um, mm. But this time it's reversed, and we really fucking put them in the ground. And All the talk about our tennis defense is in ruins. And... Um, Victory celebrations.
1: I like Congrats. that. Of that. Um, I'm going to go. like, We're all going high scoring here. Uh, I'm Be the gonna realist. Say, I'm going to say 3 0. Um, I think we get a goal from Harry. We get a goal from Son. And I think we get a goal from Bale. I. Uh, I, and I would be excited to see those three goals and to see them get shut out and and I think that would be enough to just to embarrass them like I, the annihilation like yes if we scored 5 or 6 certainly like uh I would love to watch Arsenal fan TV that night but um I don't think it, I don't think it'll be broadcast <laughs> they might go <laughs> private yeah yeah <laughs> but uh but regardless um I, I'm going to be a little bit more realistic and th- th- like a three nil victory would be huge for us. Like it, we, we would come out with the same feeling because um, it would still feel like an annihilation, but it wouldn't be like a, like five, six goals. I think it's just more of a realistic number, but um, any final thoughts on this match uh, before we wrap up the podcast? No. Can we stop talking about Arsenal, please? <laughs> <I fucking> hate- <laughs> Kill <laughs> them. <laughs> Kill
0: them all. Killed
1: Any final panel. thoughts before we wrap up the podcast, anything else that you guys want to bring up before we close out? Well, it's been excellent having you guys. Thanks, uh, Nate, Joe, and Sam for being on the podcast today, but that about wraps it up. Uh, so thanks to Tommy for editing and sound tonight, Charlie for the music and Kevin for social media, uh, Kimberly for the logo. And as always the Atlantic bar and grill, even though, though we don't record there right now, uh, for giving us a place to watch when they can be open. Um, Find our merchandise at Big Head Media, hit the subscribe button and write us a review on iTunes if you like our podcast or give us a review wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on Twitter and Facebook at 4 Star Spurs and our website at 4 Come on you Spurs.